Good afternoon, and welcome to The Legacy of Queens, Episode 8, for this Sunday, January 10th, 2021. Today we're going to be looking at a tribute to, best known by his stage name. He was American television, film, and Broadway actor, director, and producer, and he starred as Steve McGarrett in the CBS television program Hawaii Five-0, which ran from 1968 to 1980. Who am I talking about? Well, just that information alone gives you the Richmond Hill native who grew up in Morris Park. I'm talking about Jack Lord today on The Legacy of Queens. Jack Lord, known for his work on Hawaii Five-0 as Steve McGarrett in the CBS television program, which ran from 1968 to 1980. Richmond Hill, native who grew up in Morris Park, will be tributing his life right now as we speak. I'm Jason DiCanio, welcoming you to Episode 8 of The Legacy of Queens right here on Anchor, ready to give you another great tribute to another Queens native. Born in Brooklyn, New York, Lord was the son of the Irish-American parents. His father, William Lawrence Ryan, was a steamship company executive. He grew up in Morris Park, now known as Richmond Hill, Queens, New York. And as a child, Lord developed his equestrian skills on his mother's fruit farm. In the Hudson River Valley, he started spending summers at sea and from the decks of cargo ships, painted and sketched the landscapes he encountered. Africa, the Mediterranean, and China, and he was <clears throat> educated at St. Benedict Joseph Labor High School, John Adams High School <coughs> in Ozone Park, Queens, and United States Merchant Marine Academy, then located at Fort Trumbull in New London, Connecticut, graduating as an ensign with a third mats license. He attended New York University on a football scholarship and earned, a, and earned a degree in fine arts. Lord spent the first year of the United States' involvement in World War II with the United States Army Corps of Engineers, building bridges in Persia. And he returned to the Merchant Marines as an able seaman before enrolling in the deck officer course at Fort Trumbull. And while making maritime training films, Lord took to the idea of acting. Lord received theatrical training from Stanford Meisner at the Neighborhood Playhouse. He worked first as a car salesman for Horgan Ford and then later as a Cadillac salesman in New York to fund his studies. Later, he studied at the Actors Studio. His Broadway debut was as Slim Murphy in Horton Foote's The Traveling Lady with Kim Stanley. And the show ran for 30 performances. October 27th of 1954 through November 20th of the same year. Lord won the Theater World Award for his performance, and then he was cast as Brick 
and a replacement for Ben Gazzara in the 1955-56 production of Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. He had been in The Little Hut, his first play, The Illegitimist and The Savage. His first commercial film role was in the 1949 film The Red Menace, also known as Project X, an anti-communist production. He was associate producer in his 1950 film Cry Murder, and in 57, Lord starred in Williamsburg, the story of a patriot, which has run daily at Colonial Williamsburg since then. And in 1958, Lord co-starred as Buck Walden in God's Little Acre, the film adaptation of Erskine Caldwell's 1933 novel. Lord was the first actor to play the character Felix Leiter in the James Bond film series introduced in 1962 in the first Bond film, Dr. No. According to screenwriter Richard Mehrbaum, Lord then demanded co-star billing, a bigger role and more money to reprise the role. In Goldfinger, which resulted in director Guy Hamilton casting Czech Linder in the role. And in 1962, Lord starred as series namesake Stony Burke, a rodeo cowboy from Mission Ridge, South Dakota. The basis for the series was real-life champion rodeo writer Casey Tibbs. The series featured Warren Oates and Bruce Stern in recurring supporting roles. Lord credited Gary Cooper as his on-screen role model and the inspiration for his characterization of Stony Burke. Lord was considered for Elliot Ness in The Untouchables before Robert Stack won the role. He did appear in the season one episode, The Jake Lingle Killing. And in 65, he guest starred as Colonel Prez Gallagher in second season, episode five. Big brother of 12 O'Clock High. Other television guest appearances included Appointment with Adventure, The Americans, Bonanza, The High Chaparral, Combat, The Man from Uncle, The Reporter starring Harry Guardino, The Fugitive, The Invaders, Rawhide, Ironside, and the FBI. Lord appeared on the first episode of Have Gun, Will Travel, and in 68, he also appeared with Susan Strasberg in the film The Name of the Game is Kill. According to William Shatner in 1966, Gene Roddenberry offered Lord the role of Captain James T. Kirk on Star Trek to replace Jeffrey Hunter, whose wife was making too many demands. Lord asked for 50% of ownership of the show, so Roddenberry offered the role to Shatner. But... Nonetheless, Jack Lord starred in Hawaii Five-0 for its 12 seasons from 68 to 80 as Detective Stephen McGarrett, appointed by the governor to head the fictional state police criminal investigation department in Honolulu, Hawaii. The opening sequence includes a shot of Lord standing on a penthouse balcony of the Lilikai Hotel. Chin Ho Kelly, the name of the police detective played by Cam Fong, was a tip of the hat to Lilakai developer Chin Ho. Lord's catchphrase, Bookum Dano, became a part of pop culture, and he was instrumental in casting in the casting of native Hawaiians instead of mainland actors. Lord insisted his character drive Ford vehicles. McGarrett drove a 1967 Mercury Park Lane in the pilot. A 68 Park Lane from 68 to 74 in a 1974 Mercury Marquis for the remainder of the series. This very car was shown in the 2010 remake. Lord was a perfectionist. At the airing of its last episode, Hawaii Five-0 
was the longest-running cop show in U.S. television history. When series creator Leonard Freeman died in 74, the show's ownership was shared among Lord, CBS, and Freeman's estate, with a contract that made Lord executive producer and gave him complete control over content. He was hands-on partner who paid attention to minute details and was known for battles with network executives. During his year at NYU, Lord and his brother Bill opened the Village Academy of Arts. Jack's childhood dream was to become an artist. His professional sale was in 1941 to the Metropolitan Museum of Art for his two linoleum cuts entitled Vermont and Fishing Shack's Block Island. Lord's first marriage to Ann Willard ended in divorce in 1947. Lord met his son from his first marriage only once when the boy was an infant, and he never saw him again, for on August 24th of 1955, his son died at the age of 12 following a brief battle with hepatitis, Rainbird Ibid. He is buried in Fairfield County, Connecticut, state file number 14006, Jack learned of his son's death when his former wife sent him a copy of his death, death certificate and Willard Ryan remarried at some point in the 1950s and died on December 30th of 2004. Lord met his second wife while house hunting in upstate New York. And on January 17th of 1949, Lord married Marie Denard, who gave up her career in fashion design to devote her time to him and his career. Cinematographers sometimes refer to a 50-millimeter lens as a Jack Lord in reference to the name of the show that made him famous. In the Scottish comedy series Still Game, one of the characters has a recurring nightmare where he sees the spirit of Lord rising from a coffin. The program aired three years after Lord's death with another character asking if Lord is dead, only for the other to say he doesn't know. So after Hawaii 5.0 ended in 1980, Lord kept a low profile and was rarely seen in public. His final TV appearance was that same year in a failed pilot for a new CBS series called M Station, Hawaii, which he also directed. It had been filmed in early of 1979, immediately before shooting the final season of Hawaii 5.0. Lord suffered from Alzheimer's disease for at least seven years before his death, Though some accounts have suggested that he may have had the illness as early as the final season of Hawaii 5 0 in 79 to 80. He died of congested heart failure at his home in Honolulu on January 21st, 1998, at the age of 77, leaving an estate of 40 million. He was a philanthropist, and the entire state went to Hawaiian charities upon his wife's Marie's death at the age of 100 in 2005. A bronze bust of Lord by Hawaii sculptor Lynn Weller, Liverton, was unveiled in a ceremony at the Kahala Mall outside Macy's on June 19th of 2004. The Lords lived in a condominium in the Kahala area, and they were known to frequent the neighborhood mall. The nonprofit Jack Lord Memorial Fund, which raised the money for the memorial, was co-chaired by British Hawaii Five-O fan Esperanza Isaac and Lord's co-star, Doug Mawson. And that is a look at the Richmond Hill native from Morris Park, Mr. Jack Lord. Hope you are enjoying our series here, The Legacy of Queens, which is the sister show to The Queens New Yorker, which you can see Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday at its regular scheduled time.
Tuesday on episode number 159, we will finally wrap up the Bridges and Tunnels series of the Lincoln Tunnel. And then on episode 60 on Thursday, we will look at the first of three airports, John F. Kennedy Airport, of course, because it is the largest airport in New York City of the five boroughs. So that is a look of that. Now, tomorrow on the Decanio discussion, we'll look at, of course, our national holiday days. We'll look, of course, at the top news stories for the day and sports weather ticked off news of the weird from last Friday, of course. And, of course, three topics of very interesting interest for your listening pleasure. All of that this week. And just to let you also know that I just have started up uh, back from my bereavement of the passing of my father, Mark Joseph DiCanio, who passed away last Sunday, June or January 3rd, uh, in the morning. And I did not get a call until about the afternoon of last Sunday to uh, find out about his passing. He died of COVID-related illnesses in the Philippines at the age of 72. He leaves an estate in Virginia, which now I have to go and pretty much kind of put my name out there and (laughs) make a few phone calls and see what I can do. As I was reflecting over the non-contact that I had with my father for the 22 years that had passed from 98 to today, I realized that even though there was no contact, nothing changed between me and my father. We are still father and son. We will always be father and son. And for those who knew him, you have mixed feelings. For those who loved him, our condolences go out to you. For those who did not love him and are glad that he's gone, well... All I can say at that point is is that a change of heart would be forgiveness of your own hatred and ill will feelings toward the dead. Now, let's look at next week with the people of Queens, people from New York City, and see who we're going to look at and highlight Notable people is where we're going. People from Queens, New York. Let's see. Well, we've already looked at Dr. Joyce Brothers, so that was good. And we looked at Jack Lord. Let's see. In the B's. Anybody in the A's? Hmm. Okay. In the B's. Well, we had uh, Joyce Brothers, Nadia Brown, Joe Brown. Uh, let's see. C. C. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. I'm getting close to somebody. Ah. Uh, D. All right. <laughs> let's see. Somebody famous, but uh, uh huh, I'm getting there. Maybe, maybe, maybe. E. 
Wow. F. Okay, next page. <laughs> On the Fs. We will look at... Da-da-da-da-da-da. Dennis P. Gallagher. Oh, wow. Very short history. Holy cow. Okay. About Dennis P. Gallagher. Let's get somebody who's got a big... A big... Uh, you know. Uh, Bob Grant. Radio host. Should have a... Good long... Oh, yeah. This will be good. Okay. So next week on episode 9 of the Legacy of Queens, we will look at... The man who went to Steinmetz High School in Chicago. And then he came over to basically, he's a veteran broadcaster in New York City. But he was born in Chicago, Illinois. But he is a people of Queens because of the fact that he moved to New York City, WMCA, and then WOR and W. WDB and then to WABC, back to WOR, and did a lot of stuff and socio-political views. So he may be a Chicago-born native, but his legacy is in Hillsborough Township, New Jersey, where he died, and he was active from the 40s to 2013. That's all we have for today's episode. Thank you very much for joining me here. Jason County, remember, always be honest, be real, and keep it simple, stupid. And all of our information comes from the Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. Let's do some soul searching as we leave you on this Sunday, January 10th, with a look at some sweat of the small stuff. And today's don't sweat the small stuff is... When you are feel fearful or frantic, you literally immobilize yourself from your greatest potential, not to mention enjoyment. Any success that you do have is despite your fear, not because of it. Thank you very much for joining me. Have a great rest of the weekend. We will see you tomorrow for the Decanio discussion. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.